Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. All right, guys, I get asked a lot, how much time do I work every day and how do I stay productive? So I'll be blunt with you. I typically only get about four hours a day to work Monday through Friday, sometimes less. And the reason I stay so productive is simply because I how, how I manage my time, which is why I have my top program out there. But today, I want to share a couple tips with you because I realize not everybody has been able to, to partake in the top program. But I want to give some tips specifically for other moms like me that are juggling work and feeling like your time is very, very limited. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you four things that I use regularly to kind of help you get started, but stay tuned to the end today because I want to tell you about something that's coming up really soon that I'm super excited about, and I think you will be too. So let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Today, I am going to be sharing with you four time management tips that are a game changer for any moms out there that work or run their own business. So whatever work looks like for you. And these all are, you know, skills that I teach and coach inside my top program. But to me, they are four cornerstones that really allow me to stay super productive with the very, very limited time that I have to work, but they also prevent me from trying to do 20 different things all at the same time. So for fellow moms out there listening, I'm sure there have been moments in your life where you've caught yourself trying to kind of do something with one of your kids. Maybe you're helping with homework or playing your 20th game of Candyland or whatever that looks like. 
Well, maybe you're also trying to cook dinner, but then you've got your phone out because maybe you're trying to respond to some emails or work because you're trying to you know, keep up with work and business as well. I know this because I tried it for a long time and it does not work. <laughs> so let's dive into four time management tips that are going to be a game changer for you. Now, the first one is a big one and it ties into weekly planning. You, If you've been following me for a while, you know we're going to bring up weekly planning. But the first tip around it is the importance of you knowing exactly how much true available time you have to actually spend on work. So that sounds so obvious, but I see this struggle over and over again. So for example, if I were to look at my calendar today, today I only have two actual appointments, like things that have to be at a specific time. So if that was all that I had on my calendar for today, it would look like, even without me working in the evening, it would look like I've got about seven hours to actually get a bunch of stuff done. But that's not the case. I actually only have three. So let's talk through this importance of understanding your true available time. So when I am conducting my weekly planning, and you can do this just for one day, obviously my appointments are on there, but the other stuff that goes into helping me understand my real available time is acknowledging when are you busy being busy? When are you unavailable being a mom or other roles that you're playing? So for example, in the morning, from 6 a.m. to 7.30, I am being a mom, period. I'm dragging a very grumpy middle schooler out of bed at 6 a.m. I'm packing lunch. I'm getting breakfast ready. I'm driving to school, all those things. That is an hour and a half. It's not you know, an appointment. Most people don't have that on their calendar, but I'm unavailable. I'm not being productive with business or anything else that needs to be getting done. Same for me in the afternoon. From the minute I you know, have to leave my house for school pickup, which is at about 1.45 for me, her school gets out pretty early. From that time until dinner, my calendar most days is wide open because there aren't just a lot of after-school activities. But I know that I am not going to be productive. I am dealing with homework. I'm dealing with, you know, the after school stuff. We're dealing with dinner prep, maybe running errands. And so even though they're not set appointments, that time is blocked off on my calendar, acknowledging, no, I'm not going to be hyperproductive. I am not going to be able to sit down at my desk uninterrupted and do focused work in the afternoon because that is my time to be fully focused in mom mode. Now, you all have to make a choice for yourself about evenings and weekends and what those look like for you. At a different stage in life, I used to work two nights a week and I would block off the other three. I'm now to a point, I don't work at all in the evening. So I block that off as well to not trick myself into going, oh, I'll do it after dinner. No, I won't. (laughs) I know that I won't. And then weekends, again, you need to decide for yourself how much time if you are willing to spend in work mode, 
How many hours does that look like? And then you've got to block off the rest. So it was an interesting exercise when I, in preparation for recording this, I looked at my calendar for this week and said, okay, what if I only left my appointments on there? What does it seemingly, like, what would my brain tell me? Because it sees all this white space on the calendar. My brain would have told me I have about 30 hours of available work time this week. But when I went in and plugged in all the time where I know I can't be in task mode, along with the existing appointments, it painted a very different picture. Instead, it showed me I had 11 hours to work with unless I want to work on the weekend. So knowing how to set this up and getting really in tune with what is the realistic amount of time you have to work with, to work on work, business, all of that is critical for you to have realistic expectations on yourself and most importantly, to help you better prioritize your time. So that's kind of a big long one, but there's a lot to it. So the first tip is you have to have a solid understanding of what your real available time is. Now, the second, which is kind of you know tied into this, which I just hinted at, is you need to have a crystal clear view or system that is letting you know what are the most important things for that precious working time that you have that need to get done so that when you have that window of time to work, you don't waste the first 20 minutes of it going, what should I be doing? Now, what I teach inside of my top program, and if you've been in any of my top boot camps, is the concept of a central backlog that's prioritized and has estimates on it so that if I know I've got one hour, I'm not wasting any minute of that going, what should I be working on? I'm stepping right into action. So that really is a massive time saver for you. Now, the third tip is to help you help yourself. I know I fall victim to this too. I can create an amazing plan. But sometimes when maybe you're not, you know, your mojo's not there, you're not in the groove, where do we go? We pick up our phone, right? And we start kind of doing mindless whatever on it. You, once you have decided when you are not working, when your unavailable time is, I encourage you to use your mobile device to your benefit by actually imposing boundaries for yourself on your phone. So what do I mean by that? Well, for me, I have set times of the day where my apps on my phone or my entire phone goes dark. So that if I pick it up, I have to actually enter my code and it reminds me, hang on, you're not supposed to be doing this right now. And 99% of the time that prevents me. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not my designated time. Another thing that you can do is set limits on apps as well. So maybe you want to give yourself 20 minutes of fun scroll time, put that limit on your app. And when your 20 minutes are up, it will go dark and tell you you've hit your limit. Because I, if you don't set those boundaries and you haven't set that structured time for yourself, we end up wasting so much time 
either fig- trying to decide what to do. And then when we're unsure, we just kind of mindlessly get on our phones and usually end up on social media. So set up those blocks on your phone or your computer to help you make the most of that limited time that you have. Now, the fourth is creating routines where possible. What we're looking to do here is to bundle up a set of tasks, responsibilities, whether it's home or work, that makes sense to lump together that you can create systematic routines for doing. So one of the big ones I go through every day is I have a very set system on how I process my email. I have to check multiple email accounts and I have a set process and system for doing that. I know how long it takes me and I do it twice a day, every day. I also have set routines for customer support. So I have a set amount of time that I've set aside every day to go in and check for any messages, et cetera, that I need to respond to on the different platforms where my customers can actually connect with me. Now, this also applies to me for home life. I have set routines on breakfast, lunch making, homework stuff, getting the school bags packed to get out the door, all of that. So the more you can figure out, hey, this is something I have to do every day or every week. Now, how can I optimize it and create a routine that's going to allow me to do this more efficiently? I have a set morning routine. I have a set after school routine and I have a set evening routine. And there are a core set of things that I am doing inside each of those every day that just helps everything run more efficiently. The other real benefit of having routines is if you know I, I'm not in my time where I'm doing one of those routine tasks and I see it pop up, I am not tempted to get distracted of stopping what I'm doing and going to handle it because I know, nope, I'm going to handle that later today in that routine. So I can, you know, back to the email example, I can very comfortably turn off notifications on email. I'm not going to panic or forget about it because I know I have set times every day where I'm going to be processing that email. So quick recap on these four tips. And then I want to tell you about something that I know will be a game changer for you. So first, again, you've got to understand your available time. The second is with the time that you have to work, you need to have that system in place that helps you identify so that you know with certainty exactly what tasks you want to be working on. Third is to leverage your phone or technology to help you create those boundaries so that you are only working on the things you're supposed to work on. And then fourth, learning to create routines. Now, I am going to be taking a deep dive, like real deep dive into all of these plus more in the upcoming Planapalooza. Now, this is something that I run every quarter. So depending upon when you're, if you're listening to this episode on the day it comes out, We've got Planapalooza coming up in just a couple of weeks, and I would encourage you to create and prioritize the time to participate in this. So Planapalooza is a two-day, it's half days because, hey, this is designed for moms. I know I can't wipe out a whole day to do this. And it is going to be a live workshop with me. This is a workshop, not a webinar. What do I mean by that? 
Well, that means you are going to actually be creating along with me a realistic plan for the next 90 plus days. And the one in October, that also means we're going to be including the holiday season. So you are going to learn exactly how much available time you have. You're actually going to put some new routines in place. You're going to learn how to plug in all the holiday madness into this so that you can actually enjoy your holidays as well. And most importantly, we're going to make sure that you have time for the things that are most important to you, business, and family. So come check it all out. I've got the whole agenda laid out for you over at megansumrall.com forward slash plan. And if we are not about to have a plan of Palooza, you'll be able to sign up to get on the wait list for the next one right there as well. So I look forward to seeing you all there and I'll be eager to hear, drop the comments in on this episode. Let me know which tip you are going to start implementing first. I hope you have a great week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworkliferharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.